0: silver stations, y'all this is ray and this is our podcast to bring more courage compassion and wonder into the world silver stations we're also a connection building card game overall just a space for people to um, help bring more connection more reflection more connectedness into their life um, and we do that here by having conversations with people that are important to us that we learn from that we're connected to and so For this final one of the year, this conversation is someone who in the last decade for me has been a very quiet um, mentor, somebody that I hold very dear in my heart uh, and top of mind when I connect with this person and see them. Um, Somebody I consider an elder in my community, uh, somebody with wisdom and somebody with uh best way to say this, it lives life on their terms and is someone who lives it with their own understanding and a comfort within their truth. And because of that, they allow everybody else to be able to do that very freely. And that's Mr. Lee Chen, uh, who I met uh, through mutual friends, but then we got really close going to, festivals lightning in a bottle burning man and really have connected through there and lee is somebody who i think as you'll hear uh, somebody who's very clear of thought somebody who's very compassionate and caring and someone i think in in the in his truest sense allows other people to be who they are Um, and someone with a lot of layers as you continue to to peel back the layers and learn more about about Lee, much like you'll hear in our conversation. Um, Lee is about to turn 44, um, and we discuss about a lot of different things, life as a uh, designer, and then what else does Lee want, or like seeking from life, all the way into uh, our experiences in festivals, to tactical shooting, um, even the idea of like suffering and, you know, the idea of taking away the comforts from life. So it's actually a wonderful conversation and we end with some speed silver station questions. So please give it a listen. Um and just see that yeah the conversation unfold and um it's a great way to end out the year. Hope y'all are safe. Hope y'all are well. Um and yeah, we made it through thirteen of station So thanks for checking it out. And we'll keep going into twenty twenty one with the learnings and the lessons and be back with number 14 y'all enjoy the conversation peace what are the first what is what is what are the first feelings the first thinking's uh, mindset of being 44
1: my life is half over <laughs> it is it is half done and it's it's only going to get worse from here <laughs> everything is just slowing down Uh huh. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, uh, I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking for, uh, new things to look forward to, um, Mm. just as far as, uh, you know, where I want to, um, where I want to, where I want to take myself. Uh, I, I feel like, um, I've been kind of, I don't want to say stuck, but living. A certain way for um for maybe the last maybe you know maybe well over a decade and chasing maybe. the same things and so um i don't know i, th- I think like um, i'm over a lot of it and uh, just ready to move on and just see what else the world has to offer you know yeah so yeah
0: that's funny because i feel like i've been hearing you for about a decade say it's all over for you it's all downhill <laughs> i feel like every year you're like right when you get to this age, it's all downhill. Everything hurts, but you're still chugging. You're still a machine. You're still forty-four, lead.
1: feeling like ninety-four. <laughs>
0: hey, that's good. That's past eighty-eight. If you're halfway and you know what ninety-four feels like, that means you're not halfway yet. Yeah. What What are What are those things that you th- you think that you've been chasing, that you you're having a perspective on?
1: I honestly don't know. You know, maybe. Um, relationships um, starting to think about that and um, uh, maybe maybe pursuing other um, uh, venues of creativity um, when I say creativity uh, in direct relation to work you know what we, what we would call work but um, just exploring different um, different ways to uh, you know just uh, just different ways to live and, and, uh, and, and experience the world around me and uh, get involved in, uh, in some different things, you know, so it's, it's pretty general, I know, but uh, uh, again, this is sort of uh, something that um, I'm coming to terms with, and just starting to uh, move, move in that direction, so. Yeah, is that, is
0: that something that's happened throughout your life, or that you come to certain points, and you decide that you want to make a change, or that it's time for something different, or is this something that you're experiencing for the first time?
1: Not really. I I don't think I've ever. I've never made a a really conscious decision to um. To to do anything like this, as far as um you know I'm I'm thinking like career changes and and things like that. Um, no, I I just been uh you know it's most of my life has been about building. What I know and trying to be the best at that um versus now i'm, I'm kind of just open i i uh i feel like there's a lot more um and especially after meeting um uh, just all kinds of different people in the last few years uh just wanting to explore more of um of what's out there and and not um you know not get stuck in the uh in the rat race yeah. so yeah
0: and like for you does that is there something specific that's stuck out that has like piqued your interest within that?
1: There's a, I mean, there's there's stuff that uh, that piques my interest and uh, realistically, I don't know like uh, how I would get involved with some of these things. And, you know, there, it's, it's uh, so I, you know, I, I'm a, um, for work, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a creative, I, uh, I do graphic design, uh, work in marketing, graphic design. Um, and I've been wanting to get more into... I don't know, just more hands-on and just more on the technical sides of things as far as um design engineering and things like that. Just um, you know, I, I think I'm uh I don't know, maybe creatively exhausted at this point. And I think there's a different type of creativity that comes from um uh, yeah, engineering and, and and uh just just building things mm-hmm. and uh, f- physical tangible things. Um and that's very vague again, but um yeah i mean that's sort of uh what i'm what yeah. i'm attracted to nowadays
0: that's a powerful that's a powerful realization though even even in knowing you and uh having having a, a relationship about a decade now you know of going from uh lee 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 is this way or this is lee lee's like a badass like lee is this versus now lee is open i think that's that right there is like whoa that's that's huge for me to just hear. Um, to I'm just to, tired of myself. You're just
1: tired, <laughs> <laughs> tired of all this.
0: <laughs> yeah, do you what what exactly what exactly about it is is just has worn down on you? Is there been specific things or specific instances?
1: No, I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything specific. I think it's more of just a um just a curiosity and just hunger to see what else is out there and uh and and just and just and just have my mind work in different ways mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's more of just uh yeah, just that versus yeah. um you know any any like specific incident or anything yeah. like that um yeah. I mean I could cruise like this my whole life, but is this i mean is that is that something worth doing I don't think so,
0: yeah. Yeah, what are you, who are your who would you say are creative influences on you, or where do you draw your creative inspirations or influences? Hmm.
1: Cur- you mean currently, as with the uh, w- with graphics, or
0: yeah, yeah, I would say in, as a creative uh, in your life, that could be your your style, your way of living, your philosophy. I feel like.
1: I, and that's maybe you nailed it right there I, I don't think um, because of what I do specifically uh, what I do and what I do for my clients I don't feel that um, there's a lot of leeway uh, in terms of um, being creative and it's, it's probably the type of projects that I get um, a lot of it is uh, it's, it's more logistics and things like that um, it's very structured and um, you know maybe maybe, uh, maybe that's where this comes from you know, now that Mm -hmm. we're, uh, now that we're, now that you've asked that question. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, um, yeah, I, I think the, uh, the people that I work with, um, the companies that I've been with, um, uh, you know, they, they, they just, they just want something that kind (laughs) of works. And, um, you know, I, I deliver that. And, uh, and, and, nothing more and they don't want anything more. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. All right. So if I was, if you were to tomorrow have a $200,000 budget, a build team, uh, and a team of people to execute your vision, what would you create?
1: What would I create? Man, and, th- and that's really tough because that's a really hard question because I have not been able to, I don't have any, um, I haven't had the opportunity to, I've, I haven't given myself the opportunity to, um, to dream outside of what I need to do mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. money. Um, mm. But that's exciting to think about though. That's very exciting to think about. It's, it's like that question when, um, I, th- I think we still ask it today, but as kids, we, always, we would always ask each other, um, what would you do if you won a million dollars? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What, yeah. Would, you,
1: what would you buy? What would you, what would you, where would you go? What would you do? Yeah. But um, that's an even more exciting question. Um, what, what would you create? What would you build? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to think about that yeah. one.
0: Bit, well, that's yeah. really interesting because I've always seen you ever since I met you. Well, we met through the festival at, at LIB, and, or before LIB, but then we went to LIB. But I, I, for me, I've always looked at you as like, man, Lee has such a free lifestyle because he's a freelancer or he is a creative. So he selects his jobs. He takes his jobs as he wants. He works as he wants. And then he has the freedom to travel. He has the freedom to do these things. He has the freedom to, to live his life. So I've always viewed your lifestyle, or like, uh, associated with one of freedom and creativity.
1: I see what you mean, yeah, and I can also see why I, you know, why it would seem that way. Um, but I, I, think it's the uh, it's it's the exact opposite. I think, um, yeah, and, and as far as like work wise, like um, it does look like I have a lot of uh, a lot of free time because I tried, I choose not to ever talk about work or you know, mm. I, I keep, I keep that completely separate from, um, from my social life. And, um, yeah, but I mean, my, yeah, my, my work days look like, um, I mean, they're, you know, when I'm, when I'm on project, it's, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking like, you know, 14, 14 hours is like, that's like an average, you know, oh. like a, like a regular yeah. work day for me. And it just, you know, it keeps going until, uh, until I'm done. But yeah, I can see why, um, yeah. it looks like, um, yeah, but, it, you know, that's just my outlet is, uh, is, is when we're out and we're, yeah. you know, doing whatever we do. Um, yeah. yeah, that's the time for me to, uh, yeah, to just, oh. to just, to just cut it free.
0: Yeah. Here we go. Now I'm learning about Lee. Now this is like good learning. We, can you explain what, cause I don't know. Yeah. I actually don't actually know what your day looks like. Like what's a, what's maybe a recent 14 hour day that you've put in and what did it look like? How did you spend that time?
1: it's it's just a lot of rendering. <laughs> so mm, that's why yeah.
0: um so
1: blue jenny uh i feel like i have a lot to learn from her um just watching her work and uh and the things that she does digitally um and, and that's why i'm always like jenny you're a wizard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because yeah. she's so efficient with the technology and um and you know i i i learned all this stuff um as far as like um uh you know, graphic design, uh, in the, um, like the night in the, in the late nineties in, uh, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And so the tools have evolved, uh, but I haven't, so <laughs> I'm yeah. still using, I got laughed at recently <laughs> because I still, uh, I still use a, a light box and tracing paper to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to to, uh, to trace things when people are doing it uh, digitally and all these uh, there's all these different methods to do it. And I understand the way that works, but that's just not the way I was trained. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, um, I mean, a 14-hour workday is, it's just, it's a lot of rendering. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, R&D is, uh, is, is, you know, I spend a lot of time there just because, um, you know, the clients always want something fresh and new, mm-hmm. but they actually know what they, they all kind of know what they want. And yeah. um, they just want to see you work they just want you want to see you do something yeah. and and throw these ideas out so they can read them all
0: out <laughs> <laughs> who is who is a typical client or like what's a profile of a client that you would work for
1: um I got some uh I, I got somebody that i that I work with uh, on on a daily that um uh, long term client that um I do a lot of packaging for and it's for like uh like uh, furniture and things like that uh, home furnishings and things like that but um yeah and every once in a while we dive into um maybe new product lines um there was uh there's something that we we're doing for a um, for motorcycle accessories and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um but yeah, it's uh, it it ranges. It's it's a pretty wide range of uh different stuff that I that are being thrown at me.
0: Man, I'm not I'm not used to officially <laughs> This is so good. This is good. <laughs> Yeah, I would never if you, if somebody asked me to say like, "Hey, what is Lee what do you think Lee's work day is like?" I go, like, oh, Lee's probably passing some emails, doing some creative things, people are loving it." And he's like, "I knew that you did some manufacturing, helping out with some manufacturing and just kind of enjoying his day." But that this all makes more sense now when in terms of like when you have the time to go out or when you have the time to enjoy a drink and be with friends or go to a festival, like you're going you're in it. You're like, that soul is 100% living in there and in that space.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, like, that's, you know, just just being with friends and and, and doing these things, definitely, like, that's my time to just, like, cut it all off, because I'm, uh, I jumped into uh, freelance work, um, uh, being an independent contractor, um, because I didn't enjoy the... um, I didn't like the uh, the corporate uh environment that I used to work in or any of them that I've been in. But um I mean with this comes a lot of responsibility as well. Um you know I, I think anybody that uh that works for themselves knows um I mean you know especially doing uh, what I do um you know you're 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 not just a designer you're you know you're yeah. the accountant you're the you're the HR you're you're everything you know and um it's it's very time consuming. Uh so yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this then. So if you don't know just yet what you would build, if you could in one year design or create what your daily lifestyle would look like, or like what your week would look like, and you have full say over how you spend your time, what, what would that look like?
1: Without, um,
0: you know, design it however you want, take into account that you're fully, your, your needs are all fully covered um, you're doing the work that you want, um, and you have free time, what, what yeah, and you can design your life, like, what does that, co- what does your day-to-day life look like? I think
1: there would be a lot more shooting, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, one thing that I've, I've, I've wanted to, uh, I've been wanting to, uh, reach a certain rank in, um, in, uh, what's called the uh, USPSA, uh, that's, uh, uh, United States, uh, practical shooting, USPSA. I always forget. Anyways, USPSA, um, mm-hmm. I want to reach a certain rank. Um, and if I could just take a year out, I know I could do it, uh, and, mm-hmm. and just focus on that. Um, so I think there would be a lot of that after that would, after that's done, I think, um, you know, I think I would, I would, um, I'd want to, I'd want to invest in, um, currently if we're talking about it right now, I mean, I, I would generally want to invest more time and energy into, uh, building this community as far as EX, you know, mm. and, and, doing things, um, uh, and, and spending my, uh, uh, you know, just, just putting more energy into that yeah. as far as, um, you know, where I can, where I can, uh, where I can help. Um, yeah. I, I think a lot of, uh, you know, and, and being at this age or just being me, even, mm-hmm. um, I just a lot of the times uh, there's so much I want to do and it's not so much. um, Most of it is lack of lack, lack of mental energy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's something I struggle with all the time, but um, yeah, I mean, I I would love to, uh, you know, to get more involved with, with that um, and, and just create spaces, you know, and, and yeah, I mean,
0: sounds like we're going to make that part happen. (laughs) yeah like yeah well, it's funny that you're talking about conversations on conversations that recently you' joining like the meetings and helping even with the marketing of conversations like that's huge because I think even getting that slice of hearing um your thoughts on how to market and what you see and and your passion of like how to get it out and even uh the other night when you were asking about how we can grow the community like that zest that zest is is pretty awesome, so. For a guy whose life is halfway done, the uh, <laughs> the zest you have for that was pretty strong. Um,
1: well, and now I just have to, um, you know, I, I got to make it happen. It's there. It's uh, there's work involved. I mean, the ideas are there, but um, yeah, we're, we're going to make it happen.
0: Absolutely. Okay. And can you talk about? Obviously, for those that don't know you, you're you're a marksman, a tactical shooter. Um, you're you're kind of the ambassador for tactical shooting for the community you can talk about like where that all started and where your love came for that oh wow
1: so yeah um yeah so that uh that I mean I've always I've, I don't know what what my I think it was growing up like in the uh just you know in the 80s with all the films like Schwarzenegger and like uh yeah. Yeah. uh Stallone films and things like that I mean it was it, everything was like super macho man right and yeah a lot of guns involved and things like that and I think all boys grew up that way in the, during that time period and um yeah just always had a um just really enjoyed shooting guns and just playing with toy guns and stuff as a kid and um I you know I brought I bought my first gun when I was like 20 yeah the day I turned 21 mm-hmm. I went out and I got it um yeah just you know I, I took that out and uh and shoot every once in a while and um it was it was cool and all, um, and uh, in around I think it was like twenty ten, or two thousand nine. Um, a friend named Steve, who you've met Mayor Steve, uh, he invited me to. Um, we we're talking about guns somewhere. Like I don't know, it was like his birthday or something. And he's like, "Yeah, I like shooting. Do you want to come to this um, this tactical uh, pistol class with me?" It's like, "Yeah, sure." And. Uh so yeah I was taught by uh by a few marines uh private contractors at this point um but uh yeah did the class um and this involved um uh you know they gave us basically just I mean how to fight with a handgun like the very basics and that changed everything for me because um you know the 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 shit that you see on, in the movies which is which is all the training most people get <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: it's um it's nothing it's it's make believe and um to have that um uh the first time receiving that that training i i there was there was a i mean i just i loved it i mean just the um just the thinking behind it um not even ju- you know just just the guns and everything but just like you know how just how to get shit done you know mm-hmm. how to how to um yeah just just completing a te- you know just anything you know just the whole um uh way of thinking like everything i mean it it just it was great i mean it gave me um a lot of structure in life in that sense um mm-hmm. learning um yeah learning all that you know and um yeah so i i did that um took a few took uh first two years took a bunch of classes there and um actually befri- befriended one of the, uh, one of the instructors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he, yeah, we, we went at it for, um, uh, I, I, took a, I took some time off work during that time. I think it was about a good like year or year and a half period. And like, we just, we ran performance drills like day in, day out. Like we just lived and breathed yeah. um, tactical shooting. And from there on, um, uh, I, uh, yeah, reconnected with Steve and he had been doing, um, competitive shooting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which is very similar. Um, but, um, yeah, so I, you know, I've having been training in this for a good, um, five, six years now, I was like, okay, yeah, I could, I could get into one of these competitions and, uh, and probably do it pretty well. And I got smoked so hard yeah. and I was just just blown away, like, again, like, wow, this is something that is not, uh, these are speeds that are just un- inhuman, like, I I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't think people could do stuff like this, and I had to know more, so I dived into that, and, um, yeah, current day today, um, yeah, this is where I'm at, and, um, yeah, when COVID started, um, all that was left to do were, uh, were shooting ranges. Um the cops didn't bother shutting them down because they want to shoot too. Um, so I shot back to back competitions for like literally weekly, sometimes bi weekly, um, from March. Now it it was like it was like February till I don't know, like June or something. And I was so burned out and so injured. Um a lot of people wonder how do you get injured? Um uh from shooting but um if you ever watch if you ever seen any of the uh, com- if you ever seen a competitive shooting it's a lot of um it's a lot of there's a lot of movement involved um mm-hmm. bursting in and out of positions and things like that and I'm not a naturally uh, athletic person but um yeah did that and um yeah uh the I think the uh, the highlight of towards the end of all this um uh when I I kind of went on hiatus since uh like, like June or July, um, we were invited to shoot at, um, Terran Tacticals. And that's, uh, it's a guy that trains, uh, all the celebrities did John Wick and all that. And, mm-hmm. um, it's a cool spot. It's, uh, I was jokingly saying that it's a, um, it's almost like a, it's like a hostess bar, but w- it's, it's, it's for shooting. So there, he, uh, Terran has girls there. That reset targets for you and coaches you. <laughs> so uh-huh. uh, Got to do that. And um, you know, during uh, from COVID, out of COVID, all this shooting, um, yeah. Looking back on um, on how far I've come, as far as uh, the the improvements and in the, in the amount, the, uh, the the speed gains that I've that I've um, that I've uh, that I've yeah, that I've that I've gotten over over this amount of time is uh, it's it's incredible. Um, yeah. I come back and I, uh, the videos are very helpful and making that comparison. I'm like, wow, I didn't think this was ever possible in my lifetime to be, um, to be this proficient. I didn't think I could, I could do it. And it, it was, it was over a period of like, uh, I don't know, like four or five months. Yeah. So yeah, it comes back to, um, you know, the question of you asking me, uh, what would I you know, what, yeah. what, are, what are one of the things I, I would uh, want to do? And I'd, I'd want to achieve that um, the ranking is called uh, Grandmaster. And I think I could be there.
0: Mm, so, Grandmaster Lee. Grandmaster Lee. Yeah. What are the, so what do you think are the ingredients that, that are like the important pieces that made you become proficiently faster or become more proficient? Um,
1: time and money, man. <laughs> and I have a drive for it, um, it re- I mean shooting a very it's a very expensive thing to do mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and you, you have to have the drive for it um, you know you can't just go there and, and zombie it and um, uh, you, you, have to, you have to push every time you're out there um, and, and try things that, uh, that break you out of your comfort zone I think this is probably the case with any sport or anything that is, um, that is, that is hard to do um mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah i, th- I think um yeah d- during that time it was just a lot of just uh, dedication just wanting to get better and just watching the people around me how mm. come i can't do what he's doing
0: mm. you know
1: yeah
0: have you had that drive have you found it in other places in your life and what other ways have you experienced that in your life
1: I've never. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. And that's the thing. Um you know, I don't I don't think I've ever been um as motivated or I don't I don't know anything better mm. in life than um than than um than shooting really. Yeah. I can I can honestly say that this is the one thing that I am just like I, I live it, I breathe it.
0: Yeah. It is yeah, is there something yeah, when you were saying like you learned like you came with Steve and then you went and you learned from the Marines. Uh, are there moments where you're like, oh, like, that you stop and you're like, holy shit, like, I really love this and this is why I love it or is it just something very innate and something that's like primal like within you?
1: I think it was, I mean, it's it was just fascinating, you know, It, it a lot, just watching how are these guys doing this? Mm. Um, what are they doing? I mean, they're, you know, what, like, it was just, uh, and, and here's the thing is um i think a lot of people have a, a misunderstanding of um of, of of shooting and they and they think it's an an adre- it's an adrenaline based um activity or um it requires um a lot of strength or uh brute force or any it it actually it's it's actually a very um it's a very cerebral thing to do it's um uh it requires a lot of mental focus it's all mental focus really mm. It doesn't require um, a lot of strength or, or anything like that. Um, it's uh, it's very fine motor skill movements. And um, yeah, I mean that... Being able to control uh, things like, like just your mind, calming your mind uh, when an explosion goes off in your hand and not reacting to that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the... That mental aspect was really intriguing to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, uh, you know, having that fascination with, uh, with guns as a kid. Yeah. Um, I mean, those two, th- so those two things, I mean, were, uh, I, I would say, are the, uh, are the driving motiv- motivational factors of wanting to learn more. And you, mm-hmm. start, you start seeing the improvements, and uh, we're being timed for everything, and we're talking um, tenths of a second for everything, Mm-hmm. And you drop that tenth of tenth of a second off of something, and you see that small—it's supposed small increment of time drop off. But you are—I mean—that just—that just picks your drive back up, and you just you work. Yeah. You want to repeat that and build on it.
0: Mm. I love hearing that because that's like a very that that right there is a is like a thread that's across things for me. That reminds me a lot of boxing. Like boxing is a very um in the at least in the individual space where yeah you're the only one getting hit like you're gonna get hit and like can you get hit in the face and still strategize can you get like hit with a really hard shot in the stomach and then in the face and in the head and like all these punches are coming but you can still come back to your muscle memory or your fine motor skills to like duck under and like to to slip punches and boxing is a lot of times with inches, right? Everything's like happens in close quarters and that that concept of, of that feeling. And yeah, for me, it there. I know you were saying a shooting's like not necessarily about the adrenaline, but I think about the feeling before sparring, like the feeling before jumping into sparring and <laughs> you're waiting and guys are just going at it and you're like, oh, I'm gonna jump in with this guy. Or maybe you're going with one of the guys that are already in the ring. You're just watching it like ooh, you're like ooh, like out. They like ooh, that that looked like that shot hurt. That looked like that might, that might hurt a little bit. And then the difference from just mentally attuning when you hop into the ring, and then having think having seen videos is very helpful. Where seeing shots being taken of like ooh, I actually if I was watching that would have been like ooh, but that being in that zone and in that space of just like staying focused and really staying attuned uh, amongst other things that can like crowd the mind or, um, cloud it is, is pretty powerful. And for me, like another thing was like yoga when I was really deep into the, my yoga practice of just finding breath and finding calm in possible situations that might be distressful or, uh, tough on the body. Yeah. A lot
1: of it seems, I, I think the common, the, uh, all these things that what the, all these things have in common is, um, is, is just a mental, mental focus and control mm-hmm. of over your, uh, your mind and body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, but I, I, yeah, I can totally see, um, it, and even with boxing, how, the way you're, uh, the way you're, you're putting it too. I mean, um, I mean just, I, I have a lot of respect for that as far as, um, uh, you know, if you're, if you're being hit, um, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, you know, how do you formulize a new plan to, uh, you know, to, to change the tides in your favor, you know, in, in your, in your, fi- you're fighting through pain and, uh, you know, you're not just, you know, you, you have to be still mentally aware, you know, that's, um, that takes a lot.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I remember when I, we went first, sh- when, when you took me shooting, that feeling of whether that's like the the kick the kick whenever you shoot or or like literally feeling the power in your hand and like yeah i was like whoa this is a lot and then but then you drilling right you had your clock and you were and then you it, instead of it being like oh you're you know like the the conversation around guns you just like this is a gun like guns are that whatever whatever about that but you were in a space of okay now to release some time, you're going to want to draw it this way and then you're going to want to pull up from here. And it was really about fine. Yeah, you were, you were fine tuning and making the, the motions more efficient um, and keeping the focus. So it was very interesting. I think that was one of the things I found most fascinating was you were guiding for like an efficient, focused experience and then just the way that you were breaking things down tactically. Um, in that standpoint was like it was pretty pretty eye opening for me in that that experience
1: yeah and um uh rewinding a little bit uh as to like um uh your your question with uh, also um you know how what why i you know got into guns and, and and shooting and all this i think um also one other thing too is um i just wanted to throw out that um it's it's also about um I don't want to get too political about this, but also about um, uh, the, the fact that this country has more guns than um, than there are people. And, uh, and they're here, and they're not going anywhere. And um, mm-hmm. learning how to use one and being proficient um, helps me, gives me peace of mind that I will never be at anyone else's mercy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, yeah. Anyways, just wanted to, yeah throw no that, I throw that out there. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's important, right? because the conversation around you know what guns are and what their place are, like for me, I've learned a lot. like that was a really big perspective, you know, for me, and it was a right the conver- I, I th- tend to think like when people are in the space of it being more political, um, it looks at it from one point of view um in one aspect or a a different situational aspect from versus like what I experienced from you and you have no you know like Lee's he's a nice guy Lee's like a really nice guy like and we always talk about like if the zombie apocalypse broke out I'm going to see Lee you know or like if something apocalyptic happened I'm I'm gonna look for Lee like um from that standpoint of understanding the the scape the scape of things you know I think that's I think that's um there's space there to, to look at things in, in that space, you know, and understand that where, yeah, where I think, yeah, you helped shape that for me at least. So now when I, these discussions, like when I hear I'm able to hold space, you know, and like, I don't, I'm like, Oh, okay. I can, I can see all these points now, uh, because I've had that experience. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah and it, it, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in, uh, in in taiwan which is where i was born and um man i i feel totally safe without a gun there i mean it's <laughs> yeah. but uh you know again it's um they're already in this country and they're not going anywhere so yeah. it's uh, so it's
0: even like a it's even like a conditioning of what the reality is of you the, have to
1: do we have to yeah. work with that you know mm. and this is my way of, yeah. of working with that
0: you know man there we go there's a layer there's a Lee layer that i was looking at that even even in some ways, right? You love shooting, but also there's part of it in like understanding t- to be proficient with a gun is a product of the society that we're living in or in the way that our society is operating.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do I don't think, think I would you- have
1: this fascination if I, uh, if I grew up in Taiwan or, or, or just wanting to, uh, to, you know, just really even care about any of this stuff. like guns and shooting and all this stuff
0: i feel like maybe 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 i made this connection and this is just like something i made up but like one thing i talked about the other night too with you is about how like at festivals you'll you'll eat the mres the marine rations (laughs) and and then you were talking about uh, how to experience burning man uh once and you're like man i just sometimes it's just got to be rough man you just got to be it's got to be rough and you just got to like grit it out you got to survive it you know and I feel like I'm interested to see your thoughts on the concept of survival or the concept of like roughing it and how that, how that has come to play in your life or your thoughts around that.
1: Well, yeah. And uh, something I was saying that night too, I, I don't know, I had, a, I had a lot to drink, but I think I threw out there that um, uh, to experience any sort, any, anything uh, what we deem uh, good on a, on a high level, you have to have a. Uh, an extreme of the, of the opposite. Mm. Um, you know, This the, I think the analogy I made was, um, was with, uh, anything that that's deep fried tastes great and it's, it's the worst thing you could eat. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. Um, I, I I love alcohol. Uh, I I love the, uh, the feeling that gives me, but it makes me feel equally horrible the next day, if not more.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I think, uh, that's, you know, that's just the general, that's just how I experience things. I think other people experience it too, but, um, maybe they are looking for more of a happy medium between, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know though. I don't know. That's, that's just my guess, but yeah, I, I think, uh, roughing it a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, to a certain degree is, um, it, it, uh, it helps your experience
0: yeah i mean i obviously yeah that that well will also that experience of like you don't know without without sorrow right you don't really know what the joy is you don't really under, you don't have a you don't have a compass for like what is joy or what is pain until you experience those like which is you know we yes, can go exactly. to like you don't know what your privilege is you know you're you're you can complain about something and then experience a low that is like a real low compared to that and you're like oh like not being able to have a uh, uh, a chai l a a soy chai latte today. Like, that's not that bad, you know, compared to like some of the conditions that people are living in, or going through, or experiencing. And you know, but you don't learn that till you experience something like that. Like from, um, I'd in- be interested for you of what that is. Like for for me, one of it is death, like experiencing death firsthand in life, um, of loved ones, of of dogs, and it's just the concept of being attached and, and what being attached is and, um, like attachment versus love, you know, and like how attachment is like really just creating expectations. And then almost like creates a fear of, you know, like being alone or being able to, to handle things on your own. And I think that's something that's really affected me where now I think I just really value relationships in the time that I have them you know and I worry less about when they're going to go away or when those relationships might end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just be like, wow, that was a fucking phenomenal moment or a phenomenal time that I was sharing with those people and that's what's going to drive me in the rest of the other aspects of my life.
1: Yeah, just um uh to put it simply, really being uh, focused in the present as far as uh, your your time with uh, with with these with these people, your relationship right here right now. Yeah, I I, I I understand where you're where you're coming from. Oh, and just to rewind a little bit, also on the, on the whole like um, uh, the whole uh, less comforts at at things like Burning Man and yeah. things like that. I think um, that's also another. Uh, I I feel like when you when you strip away a lot of the comforts, um, uh, you you find uh, you find people are are more uh, are you 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 really see them like as far as. Uh, You know what what they want it it, it becomes a very simplified version of them Mm. when um you know they're they're taken out of that comfort zone and and they're not uh, they don't have all the uh all the amenities that they would have in um in the default world but yeah anyways
0: no i i mean i'd I'd love to examine that more because i think i think we a lot in our society and if we're talking about the way that this country works or the way that this country is built we like whether that's messaging or society is like if the comfort is not there right there's got to be something wrong or there's something missing right because i think in a capitalistic society like if you don't have this there's something wrong or you need to have this or if you don't have this you know that your life could be better if you had this where actually in the way that you put it where if you actually have less choices you're just simplifying your life and you're really like streamlining your life to be able to experience these things that, um, having so many choices or having so many options kind of, kind of dilutes and, and makes confusing.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's exactly it. And I mean, having all of these choices of basically the same thing anyways. Yeah. You know, it's, um, yeah. Yeah. You nailed it.
0: So what are, (laughs) let me ask you this. So what are the things that you like to have your choice about? Like if Lee's like, I like my comforts and I like my choices. What are those things in life that you want to have your choices and comforts around? In in life or at
1: Burning Man? <laughs> both. How about? Because that's very different. I, yeah. I gotta.
0: <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I. You know, I gotta, I gotta have my uh, my sleep comforts. I gotta, you know. Yeah. I gotta get my air mattress in there. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's not a whole lot, really. I mean, um yeah i mean i I try not to uh put too much focus on these things i'm I'm sure there are things um yeah. you know i'm thinking about um but uh no i i mean, I have a lot of shit uh what can I do without probably all of it mm. Um, mm. yeah, I mean, comforts, yeah they're just you know food yeah. <laughs> doesn't have to be great food. Uh, something that, uh, that keeps me from, uh, getting, uh, hypoglycemia. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: which is a condition that I have, um, that I get often. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, just having a, uh, you know, a comfortable bed because I do have, uh, I have chronic insomnia. Um, yeah, but honestly, there's, there's not a whole lot. And I try to look at everything that surrounds me in here, um, Mm -hmm. Like, if it, if it were gone, then, you know, so be it. Uh, I, I try to look at it that way. You know, I, I haven't had these things taken from me, but, um, yeah. yeah.
0: where do you think that attitude comes from or that, that mindset?
1: I think just seeing other people um, appreciate things that I used to think were small and them being grateful for these things that I took for granted in um, In watching these people just you know just just get so happy over over the smallest things that that I deem small mm-hmm. um, you know it made me want to be there too because i mean if you can get so much joy from something so um for most people easily that 's easily attained uh, why not stay there mm-hmm. because um these th- this chase for uh, for material things it's it 's never ending and um Yeah, I mean, I have a very close friend that, um, his cycle is always, um, year after year, it's always, uh, he's, 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 uh, he's very well off. He's, he's a uh, self-made multimillionaire and, um, year after year, his cycle is just, uh, girlfriend. When the, when he breaks up the girlfriend, it's buy a car and then buy a house. And then when he gets a girlfriend again, then he sells the house and it's, it's like this, like, well, I didn't need the yeah. house anyways, or I yeah. didn't need that car. Like, it's just too much money. Yeah. And, um, it's a constant chase. And, um, yeah, I think, um, you know, things that, uh, that we can find, uh, more lasting enjoyment in are they're, you know, they're, they're right in front of us. It's, it's, it's people around us and, um, we don't need a, a lot of this stuff that, uh, that are being, that's, that's being shoved down our throats. Mm-hmm. um but you want your hard work to pay off somewhere is is uh, yeah. is is what people think a lot of times yeah so yeah
0: hmm. if if you were to if you had your friend's ear if you had your friend's ear and he was like lee man i've done this cycle like for five years now <laughs> he's like what is it that i'm missing man like what is it that i'm not like figuring out what would you advise him
1: Oh and I've I've tried to tell him hey you know yeah. I th- I, th- I think um uh try to, try to try to walk away from uh try not to he likes cars sure and there's nothing wrong with that but um I mean try to take a step away from all of that and uh, and try to live a completely different life um without um without all these things of luxury that um, that you don't even enjoy on a, on a daily. They're just, you know, these things are sitting in your garage or, you know, you have this collection of stuff that ne- doesn't get looked at or used or anything like that. And um, and try to, uh, maybe, maybe just try to uh, live in a different way. Um, you know, and that can mean a lot of things, just, you know, cutting down the clutter. You know, um, and yeah, I've, I've uh, tried telling them this. But, um,
0: yeah. So it sounds like, from what I'm hearing in terms of that there's like this way of, in in terms of ways of living that like, almost like living radically different or in in from ways that we've known can really give us perspective. Um, Or right, and whether that's a high or a low or just a different experience, have you had moments of living radically different for whether that's from your expectations or from like a current moment that you were in?
1: Yeah, I think you just hit it on the nail as far as why I enjoy things like Burning Man. So yeah. <laughs> It's such a disconnected reality. <laughs> yeah. Um and you know, things uh, uh uh events prior to this, you know, things that things that we did like L I V and um and some other stuff. Um wow, yeah, I, I think uh, you know, because it's in such it's it's such a uh, contrast from uh what You know what our daily lives are like that um it 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 did give me uh perspective and yeah i think you uh yeah just just helped me realize something you know that's uh yeah i mean how do you feel about that what do you what do you think about that what do you do you think that works
0: i i think it's really funny because i i think you've helped me realize too that it doesn't have to be like i think i've centered it around like almost traumatic life experiences or like super profound life experiences is what i tend to center the concept of like what shifts your your life into another chapter or uh a new stage where but very much like if i was just to think about the impact that lightning in a bottle had the first experience that i ever had there um and just seeing a different way or seeing something that was uh i don't want to say it was just different yeah it was like disconnected from the reality that was being portrayed to me um uh, in certain aspects of life that had me begin to question like do i need these things or like wait why is my tendency to want those things or like why do i have to eat that why do i have to like buy that why is that right and um for sure like when you just see like f- examples in full reality when you're immersed in it and you're like this is actually going a different way you know i think that's why burning man is such a uh, right like such a wild experience because this is just a different form of it right and it's and it's people like for me it was the cool one of the coolest things was seeing like oh people do their jobs in the default world and they do it here but then they just do it for people right like you have a tattoo shop they just do the, they'll make they'll give you a tattoo they'll all of the healthcare is free because you're here Whereas all of a sudden, when you go back to default world, like these barriers, right? And then you start to think about who created these barriers? Why are these barriers here? Why don't we just take care of each other? Um, So then I think that pushes forward the thinking and that pushes forward how I want to progress in terms of like the life I want to live and the world I want to build around me.
1: Yeah, that's interesting to think about. uh, Yeah, why are those barriers there, right? And um, yeah, and you said that, um, uh, I mean, do you find but do you you know these traumatic experiences that you're talking about do you find that these uh do change the trajectory of your life i mean of the way you think and things like that is that something that um you know like traumatic experiences yeah
0: i i mean even right now what i'm realizing is it's about how you you're like the narratives that we tell ourselves right like what is the narrative that you're building around this experience and um but for me i think yeah i think that's part of Uh, getting older and experiencing these things multiple times and experiencing them again, that, um, I try to look at my life less, less now more than ever in terms of this like movie arc or this narrative arc other than it's life. And these experiences happen and these are powerful experiences that for me, I, I, I believe they have full meaning and they have full potential right to, to, uh, Push me in a more meaningful direction in my life. Um, No matter how I could classify it as shitty or profound or fucked up. Like, it's an experience and it's happening and I'm going to accept it. I'm going to receive it. And um, that I try to like, but I'm also like, as we were saying a while ago, like I'm trying to let that be at every level of my life. Not just the traumatic things, not just that, but like everyday interactions or, you know, if someone's super present in that reaction, that, that interaction was there, then like, yeah, that should be in every facet of my life. It shouldn't just be saved for a Burning Man. It shouldn't just be saved for like a, like a big life-changing event, but it should be instilled into the DNA of our everyday actions and our everyday thinkings. Do you feel like
1: that takes effort to, uh, learn from these, from these experiences and, um, because personally i find myself uh, glazing over a lot of stuff and just you know moving and uh i would like to spend more time and and maybe learn something from some of these experiences but a lot of times it just you know how do you feel about that do you think that it takes energy to oh yeah i think it's
0: it's, i i think that's part of that's part of the journey of life is like i don't have that down and that's that's where i want to be but yeah it's like that's we were just we were just talking before we started recording of like my mind feels a little bit like mush because I've been in the house and just like all the work and all the relationships and everything is being pushed through the needle, the eye of the needle of like digital connection and digital, like on the computer through zoom, you know, through meetings online. And it is like warping my mind a little bit, right. It's distorting, but it's re it's also the reality of like what the situation is of how people are experiencing. And so like also having space for that to be, but recognize like whoa I need I need some time away we need to like I need to take a break and I need to just get get out in some nature and like let that go because yeah I'm that's that's one of my great flaws is I get I can get move the ability to flow is is something that I really appreciate about myself but it's also the ability to flow right into certain habits or flow right back into certain things that I'll allow to kind of lead me and then I'm not all of, a sudden, all of a sudden I'm not as conscious about where I'm flowing and going to at times. And I have to like overthinking it like, in a yeah. sense, yeah. In, in a sense. Yeah. Like how, and yeah, how about for you?
1: Yeah. I, I think, um, I mean, I, I would, you know, when, when things happen, I, I know they're, um, you know, sometimes I know that these things are, these experiences are, uh, they should be profound. And, um, for me, it's, there's always a, I feel like a really delayed response to, mm. uh, to things like this. And, um, maybe it's my, uh, you know, uh, just defensive mechanisms uh, going off and in, uh, in suppressing these things. And, um, you know, they build and uh, they eventually erupt uh, somewhere down the line. So I think, um, I feel like maybe that's the pattern. Um, but I, I, I also find myself to uh, tend to just glaze a lot of things over just because, well, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to do that than, uh, than take yeah. them head on
0: what do you think that are the things that make you stop the most or make you that make you appreciate the most right now in your life?
1: The things that make me appreciate the most. How so can you, can you elaborate on that? Like
0: what are those things that you're not glazing over in your life? What are those things that you know for, for a fact that you con- are consciously appreciating or con consciously like witnessing that you're experiencing and you're like, yeah, I'm having that experience.
1: I think, um, just people in general um, my relationships with i'm i've been really focusing on uh relationships with people family um and just trying to be here and knowing that um um well you know uh, i i've had uh yeah i mean just recently like uh, I, I have a uh, uh, my grandmother's in the uh, she's in a coma right now uh, from like uh she's been in, she's been in the hospital for about 3 to 4 weeks Oh, I'm sorry, three to four months, and um, uh, we're unable to see her because of, uh, of COVID and all that. But um, I had an uncle pass away um, that I was very close with um, at the beginning of the year. Um, but just uh, thinking about, and I've been, I've been, I feel like I've been practicing this for a while. Um, just thinking about, hey, if I never see this person again, this friend, this family member did I make all the moments count? And, Mm um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm coming to, uh, to, to, you know, just being okay. And, and just, you know, uh, just coming to terms with, uh, that I am making the most out of my time because I feel like, um, uh, well, obviously like, um, you know, your, your older family members are gonna, are gonna pass before Mm -hmm. you. And, uh, and a lot of these friends, you know, um, we may not have a falling out, you know, it, it couldn't, it, might not be like a falling out or anything, but, um, you know, there, there are, I have very fond memories of people that, um, that, uh, that, you know, that I really enjoyed, uh, spending time with before that just aren't a part of my life anymore. And, mm-hmm. um, just, uh, you know, anything could happen, you know, yeah. it's, uh, so just really appreciating people.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. You, you made me just think about sharing that is one of my aunts who, I always got along with her. She's, uh, she was one of my first aunts that came over here from the Philippines. And she's like, always been sassy and just mm-hmm. like, nobody yeah. tell her anything. And, uh, we've always just been close. And then, uh, but we would just be maintained to like family parties and things like that. And I think, cause I just had a big family. And then, um, after my dad passed, like, and, and she's gotten older and, um, uh, she got a divorce and, I know that she lives alone. That our relationship has just gotten a lot tighter. We're just like appreciating that. Where I'm like, oh, I don't have. Maybe when you're younger, you're just being put in these certain situations that bring people into your life, and then, but then also understanding when we're older, we have, we have the ability. We we all we have the ability to maintain what we want into, and, and to create the relationships that we want and build the meaning and find that. And and so, if me and her just have had this like. Really cool, just relationship of like texting each other, keeping in touch, like sending gifts and things like that, and it's yeah, it's 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 really powerful of and and for me it's a it's a good way to for me at least like putting effort into relationships that are not in close proximity to me because I think I'm that's one one place that I'm just like really bad at if I'm not in really close proximity of the relationship or like able to see it often that it's, I'm not, I'm not very good at upkeeping. Like I'll, I'll, all of a sudden have a moment maybe, I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I haven't talked to this person so long. And then send them a text. But like, I know that other people are like, that's something I want to continue to grow in and and learn more about. Yeah. And,
1: um, you know, also at, at this age, I think, um, we're able to have, um, we have, we now have the capability of forming a different type of relationship with. Um, with uh with family members that uh, that we weren't able to do um you know as as adolescents or or kids or you know when we were younger mm-hmm. um i think there's an understanding because now we're seeing um you know uh we're we're acknowledging uh them their lives and and what they went through and and mm-hmm. just understanding them in a different way that we didn't before so yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, um, you know, you're able to uh, connect and, and have that relationship with your aunt and that, you know, this is, uh, this is really important now. I think yeah. this is, uh, it's imperative that we all, uh, that we all work on
0: these relationships today. Yeah, man, you, that's a great point that you bring up of just the context that we can have as adults now. And then also the context of like the context of time and the context of mortality, like that's coming, you know? So, yeah. What are you waiting for, you know, and like that like the, the, the concepts of like I'm insecure, I don't feel like you know, that's one thing that like doesn't be, as you get older it doesn't it's not as important, right? You're like that's not as important like as you know like in in younger ages when you're experiencing that because you yeah, the the juxtaposing that against like well life will be over, you know. Like Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. You
1: as a as a kid, you don't really ever think about hey, one day I'm gonna be dead. I mean, you you under, you don't you know that you're gonna die one day, but you don't fully understand that. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I think uh, at at this age, like we're all getting to the point where like we really have like we un- we understand. Yeah. You know?
0: Can I ask how you view death? How do you do, what? How do you classify death? Or is like how does how is it? Uh hold in your universally concept of it
1: man I mean I would love to believe um you know that we move on um but you know I haven't found any anything that uh that points in that that direction as far as uh, us continuing um mm-hmm. one of the most baffling things to me that I've been wondering or just thinking about uh, ever since I was a kid is um this experience that we're having now if nothing if nothing comes after this then how are we having this experience because like let's just say (laughs) yeah yeah uh let's say you you go to a party at like eight Mm o'clock you get completely smashed by nine Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you black out and you wake up and it's 7 a.m so did it happen or did it not happen? But you wake yeah. up, though.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: So how are you, you know, did that, <laughs> that has driven me crazy since. <laughs> oh.
0: oh, I still, I, I feel, feel like I had, I, I feel like I went down that rabbit hole during this time in quarantine. I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah, like if this ends, then like, yeah, what happens to this? What happens to the understanding and the knowing that's inside this sleeve? That's inside this like physical sleeve, you know, whatever this like concept of like life, I'm living, I have understanding, I have consciousness. Like, does that just like dissipate? Does it just like dissipate? And then we be there's like a nothingness and this never existed. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, yeah, and, and if that that's the case,
1: yeah. if that's the case, you can't be here right now, but having this experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that's, that's my only, um, uh, I guess, uh, uh, I guess hope for, for a- that's what the only thing that points to an afterlife for me is mm-hmm. that I am experiencing this. So there must be an after.
0: Mm. So does that just seem like a stop in your life or is it something that you're using as a, as a point of reference? Is it something that you see as like fearful, something that you hope you're welcoming
1: I used to not fear it. Um I but uh I mean I think there's a little bit of fear involved in the, the uh, I mean it's it's more of like the unknown. Um mm-hmm. because we don't know anything else but this. Um yeah. you know, talk speculating all these things that, that happen and will happen or will not happen, um you know, that's just it's complete like I mean we're just grasping at thin air there's there's nothing there like we, you know we we, yeah. we don't know anything about it and that part is scary yeah um but yeah I mean I don't think about it too much um when it happens it happens and uh I'd rather not spend uh too much energy there you know even yeah. though I joke a lot about like yeah my life yeah. is half over but um yeah I mean it's
0: when it happens it I um Let me, let me, let me take a moment. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, this is, this is what I was, um, yes. I've always talked about this. Um, and I never found, but I just Googled it and I found it. Um, so this is cause I was, <clears throat> the concept of death is very fascinating to me. It, I think I grew up in more of being growing up in a Catholic household and Catholic guilt and fear. So fear and guilt were like two very powerful tools. And so um, you know death even got framed within like that's like kind of a scary thing you know or that's like you don't want to die like if you do this like don't do this because you might die don't do this because you, you know um, and then but there is a uh, tribe that is in India so it is the Satya tribe of Banjaras in the Rajasthan in Rajasthan they mourn the birth of the child and then they celebrate when someone dies. So it's the idea. Um, it's the, I believe it's the concept that like life is hard and there's so much hardship in life and the things that we experience through life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we pass on, we're free of that burden and we're free of those things that we have to carry in life. Do they also
1: believe in reincarnation?
0: That would, be a, that would probably be the second part to that that I would have to look up
1: that's interesting to think about it's um it's comforting though yeah it's a yeah. it's a I, I feel like a lot of uh religion is about um changing your mindset and uh in, in in finding comfort
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah that's that's also another thing right it's like finding comfort like do we just yeah with, with especially with the unknown right the things that are oh, the great unknown like we'll find something that's com- like something comfortable for you you know i mean i but i'm you know actually i do have a stance i'm i'm fully on the stance that there is there is something something more than this for me at least and maybe that's comfort you know right because i can't point you to something scientific but i have some experience you know just like my own experiences that have like hit me in that way um and then also heaven and hell i don't believe that it's heaven and hell i don't i I think it's something more more um more open uh and more accessible i don't yeah i don't i think as I learn more about all those i just you know like jehovah's witnesses is like there's like a hundred forty four thousand I'm like well there's more than a hundred forty four thousand jehovah witnesses, so <laughs> some, some of y'all are some of y'all are gonna get screwed, but you know like <laughs> just like that content yeah for me. I'm lucky too. I think I grew up in a Catholic, my Catholic school is like one thing that one of my teachers always told me that stuck with me from a very young age is like there's literal translation and then there's a figurative translation to things. And this teacher always talked about the symbolism and like the messaging behind things, which is like I'm very thankful for because it allows me to kind of hold space because I'm like, yeah, like "Mm, is this plausible? Like, yeah Well, cool that it, it brings me comfort yeah. you actually got options yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not locked in yeah lee man dude thank you dude this is what i'm talking about lee the philosopher <laughs> this is the good shit man um thank you for your time i just want to close it out if you can i'm going to ask you some speed soul questions all right oh. okay so you the goal is like don't think about it too much i'm just going to hit you with a few questions you can give me, like, one sentence answer, one word. However it feels good to you, my only ask is that you don't think about it too much, okay? All right. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. All right. What's one ingredient of food everyone should have in their kitchen? Turmeric. You wake up and the zombie apocalypse is broken out. What's your first moves?
1: My first moves? Um, shit. I Get out of bed. I don't... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> cool. If people had to describe you as a food or a dish, what would it be? Uh, pizza. What is a game or activity that you used to love as a kid?
1: Uh, marbles. Shooting marbles. Nice. Yeah.
0: If a movie was made about your life, what genre would it be and what would the title be?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. About my life? Um, oh, shit. Uh, it would be a drama uh-huh. And uh, it would be called um, Slow and Steady.
0: Oh, I love that. I thought you were going to be like an action movie. Beautiful. If you could be transported to any place in the world right now, where would you go?
1: Man, Taiwan right now. I, I, hmm. they, they're COVID free.
0: Yeah. Good life. What is something you are currently learning about?
1: Um, shit. Airsoft guns.
0: If you could have an unending supply of anything, what would it be? Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> if you could live during any time period in history, what would you choose?
1: Um, man, right now. There's no better time than right now. And I, mm. If anything, I would, like to go, I would like to go forward into the future. I love technology.
0: Mm, very nice. Finally, what influences your style or how you dress?
1: Uh, it's it's got to be black or white. <laughs>
0: <laughs> lee the legend everybody lead
1: the legend
0: dude thank you lee this is wow, thank you for having me thank you this for was a great conversation man i had Woo. a lot of caffeine before this Oh,